0: As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, Yet, really wants top quality soil. I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because, with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable,
1: I just grew up knowing the power food has. You know, I always think about it in terms of energy and just like everything around us, food has its individual frequency. Whether you're eating a hamburger or a mango, you're not gonna have the same experience. Um, (laughs) So, you know, so I love the process of stopping after the first bite of whatever you're having and really Mm. taking in the energy, taking in its frequency. How does that food make you feel? Now let the magic begin.
0: Why, hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel, and I am coming to your ears from the land of Thailand. I was missing this place, so I decided to take a pit stop here before I travel home because why not? Absolutely no reason, I just wanted to. And it was two years this month when I left home. When I left America, I mean, okay, not including Hawaii, so when I left the mainland of America, which feels like it has been four years instead of two. And I'm looking back at it, and I'm looking at that girl, that girl who ventured off into a world unknown. People thought she was crazy, and especially since she got a one-way ticket with no agenda, and no agenda as to when she'd even return back home. I actually thought I would only be out for a couple months, but no, it turned out two years. Whoops. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Ugh, traveling solo... If you're up for it and you like being alone I wouldn't recommend this for extroverts but if you don't mind being alone then I highly recommend it because it is a journey that really allows you oh hey timer No, stop. That really allows you to go outside of your comfort zone, out of your box so you can expand your consciousness and learn more about yourself and about your soul. But to be honest, I am no longer walking this line of needing to be in solitude to search for my soul, but desiring the richness of having companionship. Whether it be a best friend or a romantic partner by my side, just a deep relationship to have on my side, on my travels, and I mean, man, last week's episode with Trevor Hall and his wife Emery talking about their traveling journeys together indeed infused it. So if you're about to solo travel, I'm really excited for you because you really will discover so much. But if you're traveling with a partner, man, you're about to also experience some deep richness, I can only imagine, and you will still discover so much of your own soul, too. But you'll do that through seeing the eye of the other, as everyone we meet, and especially those that we surround ourselves with, those people are our greatest teachers. And just something that I've always known, but man, it's it's really hitting me now. Even though I know we're all wired very uniquely, it's so important for us to have true physical connection. So in the meantime, I just... I really must enjoy these last weeks to myself like it's the last piece of my favorite cake. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> but for those of you that are trekking on your own spiritual journey, just remember to use the tools on your tool belt that i know you have when your humanisms like loneliness or sadness creep in also you guys oh my the anniversary episode is next week because we launched Ali and i launched this created this october 16th, 2017 and now your own magic will be celebrating over a million downloads in less than a year and has thousands or tens of thousands of soul tribers with deep connections. And I know thousands of them together online. And I know I have so much to share next week on how I believe this all manifested, but really the rise of it is thanks to you listening. So, tribe, words do not justify how thankful I am for each and every one of you. Thank you for tuning in and sharing it with those who you think need this so now i think it's time to get into the episode in this episode today this is an amazing episode for those just beginning this spiritual journey and don't know where to start and those who are also interested in implementing more wholesome mama earth foods not only in their food but also in the products they use and inspire you to create your own home beauty products so you can naturally get that beautifying glow. I'm so happy to introduce you to the beautiful Jules Aaron, holistic health coach and author of Vegan Cheese, Nourish and Glow, Fresh and Pure, and Zen and Tonic, which are full of superfood cocktails for who she labels the enlightened drinker. (laughs) Or if you're like me and you rarely, rarely drink well her cocktail recipes she made sure that they tasted just as delicious with non-alcoholic versions just about taking out the alcohol but you still have a cocktail of superfoods and i loved hearing Jule's passion of sharing her own magic and how she lives a pretty zen life with her pretty zen philosophy she calls it and her Five pillars for a beautiful life. We talk about how she came up with her beautiful aesthetic for her books. I'm serious, guys. Look at her books. I love the gold trim and etchings that she created. And also, we talk about her writing process, the importance of mindful eating and the frequency of food and valuing the frequency of food and the energy it brings us and eating the rainbow of real food also her slow transition into a plant-based lifestyle and again self-love home care treatments with wholesome real food like papaya seeds and other fruits for a glow and of course vegan cheese she loves vegan cheese She's a spirulina for the veins of blue cheese. (laughs) And also the beauty of simplicity. I love this because Jules is all about simplicity, not only in her recipes, but also that's how she approaches life and so she is sharing her magic of living a simple yet pretty zen lifestyle that should work for anyone. And I know that here on the podcast we can get really fancy or even a bit deep, which of course has its place in space and needs to be said for many to heal, but also I love the contrast of simplicity, and so I'm excited to share this episode with you to remind you of the simplicity of having a beautiful, mindful, and spiritual life with wholesome nourishment and lifestyle. But first, you know, I have to give a shout out to the Yomi review of the week. Adley Dwyer writes, this podcast has really helped me come back into myself. I started listening when the first episode came out and I was driving an hour to and from my 13 hour shifts every day. I had been open to spirituality and mindfulness a few years ago but never was able to access it and relate to it quite like this podcast helped me. I have found so many new positive influences to my life because of the choice of guests on this platform. I am so appreciative of the lessons I have learned on loving my shell. Because of it, these conversations not only helped me to discover I had an eating disorder, but also helped set me on the path to cure it. I have never felt so awake to the world. Thank you. Red emoji heart. Adley, ah, I love you. I love you. And I am so thankful that the messages from this podcast... And the podcast guests resonate with you and most importantly helped you come back to that light being within you and to heal from something that is so hard to let go of i hope the messages here continue to be there for you and so thank you thank you so much and Thank you to all who have left a review. If you've left one and I haven't read it on this podcast yet, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna read it in the future because I randomly select. And also, if you do, please send me a screenshot to hello at life, and I will send you a guided meditation along with submitting you for the HUM giveaway of $150 worth of HUM nutrition products that we've been doing since the beginning of the podcast. Which, by the way, speaking of hum, hum has truly changed and enhanced not only my life, but many of the tribers, healing our outsides and our insides, like, you know, struggling with bloating and other gut issues, especially if you come from a history of eating disorders. So thank you for gut instinct pills, that really saved me a year ago from my Bali belly that I brought to hawaii from bali and also i know many people that love their vegan gummies for your hair and skin but i think the one that seems to be a favorite are the flatter me tablets that have a cocktail of the perfect ingredients that feed your belly to keep it smooth and healthy. And what makes Hum unique is that they offer a wide range of pure, tried and true products. And many of them are vegan that have been carefully formulated by researchers and nutritionists who identified the right micronutrients to help clear our skin Grow our hair and nails, heal our digestive issues, boost our energy and metabolism, and just so much more using sustainably sourced ingredients. My favorite right now is actually their daily cleanse to keep my skin clear, but also rid my body of toxins. So Hum is continuing to gift the tribe 20% off their purchases at humnutrition.com using the promo code MAGIC, and you can order from anywhere in the world, just so you know. Maybe not Antarctica, I don't know. But that's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. And now, it is time to let the magic begin with Jules Aaron.
1: I'm surprised I've never heard of your podcast, but I've been listening, like binge listening, to it the, for the last month.
0: You have, Jules. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful. That means so much. Ah, Thank you, you.
1: You've had so so many incredible um, people on your show. I'm I can't believe I've been in the dark for so long. Well, and I'm about to have another one,
0: another incredible person. <laughs>
1: Thank and you. also,
0: oh, my listeners, I just can't wait for them to get their hands on your books. I fancy your books, not only the incredible content that you provide, and we'll talk a lot about that, but also, hello, I am in love with your aesthetics. I believe oh, I told you this like that yeah. gold etching and the very yeah. classic and timeless cover. It's just something oh. I can have in my household forever. Yes. And so. Yes, I actually have a very first odd question, uh-huh. but I just need to ask sure. because it's
1: so—it's truly my favorite look. Okay, um, I must ask how you came up with that look. Um, you know, so the first uh, book, Zen and Tonic, was my first book, and I think we just we were playing around with different looks, and because it was a cocktail book, we didn't want any photos on the cover. Yeah. And then, you know, the more we developed it, and the more I kept thinking of like the whole apothecary look. To it, um, we. I really wanted to continue that, and so when I was writing the other two books, I was like, "I want them to look just like Zen and Tonic. I want that whole old school aesthetic um, that we that we started with Zen and Tonic." And you have three books out, right? Well, four, because
0: I've got uh, I've got vegan four. cheese too. Yes, vegan cheese. Yeah. That's right. What is your writing process? What does that look like?
1: Um, how does that, oh. I am a very messy writer in the sense that um I get all um well it's 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 fun for me because I get um all the fun stuff out of the way first I think very creatively and I want just uh I want to feel the I want to feel the the direction I'm going in first so I yeah. so I do things like I think creatively so um I'm like losing my train of thought as I'm talking about this but um but really no it's beautiful <laughs> though like because
0: I totally relate to just having such a messy writing process
1: yeah so for me it's really like you know I'll think of the the foods that I want to include in the book for instance you know and so you know I'm I'm can you know I'm I'm I I'll set up a, a list of foods that I want to cover first, and then I'll 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 just get really feely in the sense that I'm like, okay, I want a mango recipe. Um, how does that look like for me? And you know, and I li- I'm a very I'm very visual, so and I I style all my photos, so I'm I'm already seeing you know the the juice flowing from the mango. Um, you know, from the mango fruit, you know, like those, those like aesthetics are really important to me. And so like, you'll notice that every uh, recipe has a, um, a photo attached to it. I really wanted all of my recipes to have photos. Um, I, when I open a cookbook, that's very important to me. I want to be able to see what I'm going to make. It kind of uh, fuels my creativity. Um, and so that was very important to me as well. And so, yeah, I think I start that way. And so visually I build uh, the way the, lo- the book looks and most of the time I'm already shooting before I've, uh, completed, um, the, all of the recipes, the two kind of generate each other. So I'll, I'll shoot a, a recipe that's finished and then I'll, I'll be fueled up for the next recipe that sort of process. So
0: (laughs) you are truly, you impressed me. You are a woman of many talents because you really have that eye, that golden eye for an artist. And then you're also a recipe maker for not only food, but beauty and you write so beautifully. So I must applaud you. And you (laughs) also have quite an inspiring journey into the holistic wellness space as you grew up around the food industry, since you came out of the womb pretty
1: much. So do you mind sharing your story? Um, of course, um, I, I always say that I literally grew up around the kitchen table. Um, my dad was a uh, restaurateur and a bartender, and my mom was a classically uh, trained chef. And um, my best memories were were at the kitchen table. Um, uh-huh. And so, whether you know, it was uh, just the three of us sharing a meal or uh, they used to throw these epic dinner parties, um, it, 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 the food was always at the center of it all. And so that's, um, that's a very powerful image for me always. Um, you know, I think it's uh, the way my parents expressed their love to me. It's how they built, uh, built that connection with, with their own friends and, and loved ones. And so I just grew up knowing the power food has. You know, I always think about it in terms of energy, and just like everything around us, food has its individual frequency. Whether you're eating a hamburger or a mango, you're not going to have the same experience. Um, (laughs) So, you know, so I love the process of stopping after the first bite of whatever you're having and really Mm -hmm. taking in the energy, taking in its frequency. How does that? food make you feel is it make you because you know I'll eat you know some sort uh, of a tropical fruit and I feel all tingly um you know there's yes. foods that make yes. you right there's foods that make because you, it you yes. because it loves you back yes it
0: loves you back yes
1: no harm was done to it yes yes it's so free and light and you literally feel that energy inside you as opposed to eating something more heavy whether it be animal uh, foods or you know even something you know like a bean already has this a very different kind of feeling it's you know you feel a little heavier and to me that's such an important process i think we take so little time with our food on that level at least you know
0: i know and it 's so important you were talking about the fruit and it's and eating the rainbow, why is it so important to eat the rainbow, and what do you mean by that?
1: um you know i mean every every food has its own frequency, like I said, and their own phytonutrients, so especially when you talk about eating the rainbow and you 're talking about um, fruits and vegetables with different colors, um, they just have different phytonutrients that are essential to us, and the more colors you get in your system, the more you 'll you'll benefit. I, I always say this, you know, um, you can have, um, what's a good example, I'll have like um, a bowl of guacamole, and I'm, I'm full, I don't, you know, I get, you know, satiated much faster when, um, when the food is nutritious. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the problem with a lot of like these fast food places is that, you know, you'll have a hamburger, and within two hours, you're starving. And that shouldn't be the case. If you're really eating uh, nutritious food, food from the earth, it it should be satiating you for a longer period of time,
0: but I'm assuming that your family because you'd said that you grew up in around food and in the food industry were they also were they cooking burgers and the traditional so, American or Italian or just the traditional foods?
1: so yes, we ate everything, but the difference was um is that it was real food. This was back in the day where um we yeah. still had access to real food and what I mean by real food is a lot less processed food. And because my yeah. my parents were both cooks, they didn't have to uh resort to boxes um to to feed to feed me, you know. So uh, they made everything yeah. from scratch and there's a hu- there's a, a a huge difference there, you know, because it's real food. Um, so even though I didn't, it, I didn't grow up uh, on a plant based diet. Um, I was eating uh, real food. I keep coming back to that same word, right? Yeah.
0: It's so um, it's so interesting how many genetically modified foods there are today, oh, too. It's, oh, it's so scary. I know. So very scary. Yeah. But what's really beautiful about this is that you, like you said, you were able to carry your favorite memories from childhood and then you ended up shaping it into a career and now you carry this power around food that you you take those traditional recipes that you learn from your parents, but now they're plant-based meals. And I'm curious, what was the catalyst that made you realize that the plant-based lifestyle was for you and how did you transition, especially with the influence you had around
1: food? My my journey into plant-based um, was a very slow one. My whole journey was a very slow process. Um, <laughs> I say that because it I, I never took the direct path. I studied journalism and publishing back in, in school, so I did my undergrad in communications, and then I went on to do a master's in publishing and mm-hmm. um, worked... I was obsessed with uh, women's magazines and uh, mm-hmm. worked in um, in fashion magazines for a few years until I realized that that whole uh, Devil wears Prada uh, lifestyle was just not for me. I was miserable. Not for everyone. And, <laughs> no, not for everyone. And so I was. I was definitely um, feeling very miserable. And I so I always had like this struggle where. I would get like this knock on the door and I was supposed to just answer it because it was like the clue that, you know, I should be looking at something else, but I never just, never just opened the door. I had to wait until the the door was like literally being broken down before I got the message. And um, finally I was, um, I had quit the publishing world and was back bartending because that's what I did uh to put me through school and everything in my life was going wrong and um I decided um and back then <laughs> there's so much here but uh back then I was a avid martial artist and um oh, wow. and an avid yes yeah I was a uh, um I was practicing karate and uh that was a very part of my important part of my life and so sparring and fighting were also very uh, big part of that. And, you know, I believed in um, meat in terms of protein, you know, to fuel me back to the energetics of it. I needed that aggressiveness to excel in that sport. Finally, I had this moment, uh, a lot of my friends were into yoga back then. uh, And I was like, Oh, no, I could never, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't, you know, I need something, I need to feel my workouts, I need to feel like that, you know, like I, that I'm sweating, that I'm really working for it. Yoga was the last thing on my mind. But I, I don't remember what I was reading at the time, but I, I read this passage that blew me away. And it said, the one thing that, that you're pushing away might be the thing that you need the most. Mm, yeah. and, and I'm not saying it right, but that's the gist mm-hmm. of it. And yeah. It just blew my mind, and I was like, okay. And and at the time, I was just searching, searching for answers. And so I went on this uh, yoga retreat in Mexico for like three weeks, and that was so foreign to me because, again, you know, I wasn't into yoga. Like that whole idea didn't really fit with my mentality back then. And so I went away on this retreat, and it literally blew my mind. It really did. It was such a beautiful experience. Um, It was on um, right by the water. And so we all lived in these individual tents, uh, right off the beach, we took showers outside, the food was cooked from the land. So the land, you know, it was a raw food diet. So, for the whole three weeks, yeah, for the whole three weeks, we were literally just eating fresh food from the garden, uh, prepared in very different ways. Yes. And honestly, that revived my whole energy system. Like, I was just, it felt so vibrant and delicious. Every moment was magnified after that, um, and all the yoga that we did and all the beautiful kirtans, all of it was just mind-blowing and was all so new to me. And I came back home, back to New York City um, with this big, huge, open heart. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of a new world for me. <laughs>
0: Amazing, as <laughs> beautiful. And I know that you also you studied a lot of different philosophies in the Eastern and Western philosophies yes. and integrative nutrition yes. to thrive in today's progressive world. And you call it your Pretty Zen philosophy, that's right? I think that's so great. Do you <laughs> mind sharing the Pretty Zen philosophy?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, it's it's really it's simply it's a holistic approach to well being um, that's rooted in. Um, um balancing and maintaining um, wholesome beauty in a busy modern world um, and using nature at its core and of course its beautifying foods. But yes, it's really just integrating all of the alternative modalities that I've studied through the years, um, which included Chinese medicine and Qigong and uh, the Ayurvedic sciences, of course, with yoga. And all sorts of other things like Reiki and tapping and um, just uh, there's just so many ways of feeling good, feeling um, more connected to your own body. Mm -hmm. And why is it so important
0: for us to use just natural and purely mama earth ingredients in not only our food, but also our beauty products?
1: Well, you know, I mean, it comes down to our skin. Our skin is our biggest organ and we absorb everything through our skin and it goes straight into our bloodstream. And if there's any kind of toxins in the products that we use, it's literally in our organs almost instantly. Um, And with all of the And doctrine imbalances that women are experiencing these days, it really literally just comes down to knowing what's in your products. And unfortunately, the FDA doesn't regulate the market very well. And even though there's been some amazing products recently coming out, um, it's again, it's about trust and knowing um, that you can trust uh, the products that are out there as much as possible using the stuff that you have at home, the, the, the fruits and vegetables um, that you have at home and using that um, as a base for uh, nutrition, both in inward and outward. Oh, that's amazing. And you have so many
0: wonderful home care treatments and recipes that people can use to apply on their skin. And what are some of your favorite self-love home care treatments?
1: Oh, well, you know, I'm... I'm a huge proponent of oils. Um, so and that's a, a big Ayurvedic thing, you know, um, self-massage is as very important um to our own self-care. I mean, I remember back in the day where I would splurge on a massage maybe once a year, and I'm thinking now I I, I do this almost daily. I mean, I'm not that good that I I remember to do it every day. Whenever I think about it, when I'm, whenever I have a, a free moment after the shower, I just take a moment and I just give myself a quick, loving oil, oiling treatment. you know? You don't have to go into yeah. like some deep tissue stuff, but a nice oil with um, some essential oils mixed into that for the aromatics. Um, and for their properties, and you've got yourself a really loving treatment that doesn't take a lot of time and doesn't take a lot of effort. You know, I think a lot of people get um, scared that that a lot of these product do-it-yourself processes is sort of difficult to make. But how hard is it to just cut open a uh, an avocado and um, mix that up with some oils and massage that into your scalp? Or on your face, for instance, for a mask, you know. Um, it takes almost mm. no effort at all. But you're doing something so wonderful for yourself. It's so
0: simple. Yeah. You're right. It's so simple. And it is also cost effective. Yes. I think people might be concerned about the cost. But how do you keep the cost low and still just use these mama nature's ingredients? Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, I mean I've got a recipe um, in the book for a papaya scrub using only the seeds don't you ever wonder yes don't you ever wonder instead of throwing them away so this is brilliant yes um you know because i've always you know struggled with that you know i would cut open this beautiful papaya and i'm just standing there with with this love in my hand and i'm thinking what can I do with the rest of it, these beautiful seeds? Oh my
0: gosh, me too. I'm like, I don't want to throw these away.
1: Where do they go? Yes, I always (laughs) feel so guilty doing that. And so um, I started um, doing a little research and I found out that there are people that do some serious detoxing by ingesting the seeds. But I think you need to be very, very careful because they're so powerful. But it's so easy to just blend up the seeds And give yourself a nice scrub, a beautiful uh, facial scrub with these seeds. And they're they're so full of enzymes. And it just nourishes your skin in such a tremendous way.
0: Mm, I love that. And that's why you have such a wonderful radiant glow. Uh (laughs) And you do, and this is a glow that everybody should emanate, or they deserve to emanate, and it's when you use holistic products. How can we radiate this glow that you talk about, and what is it?
1: Uh, you know, it, it it really literally comes down to um the the beauty foods that you're eating and using on your body, really, it's as simple as that, you know, I mean of course there's there's um, other other things to that, but basically, yes, it's literally nourishing yourself from the inside out, putting as much goodness into your body putting as much goodness onto your body, you know, going out for walks, spending time in nature, um, spending time on the on the mat, if you've got a a yoga practice, or a meditation practice, whatever it is, you know, doing that, the more you spend time doing that, the more you will develop this, just genuine glow. Yeah. So those are the pillars. Basically, yes. I mean, the only thing I think I missed there was sleep. Sleep is a huge one that I think we always forget because that's when repair and recovering happens. And also supporting and loving relationships. That's a huge one. You know, I think we need just having people that deeply supports you in your beliefs, you know, because if you're constantly in conflict with people, whether it's your families that don't believe in the same things that you do, that are pushing you to go after a more traditional lifestyle, for instance, or, you know, or your friends that are maybe making fun of your lifestyle because you're into, um, you know, too much yoga or whatever it might be, you know, you really need to find those people, um, that tribe that really supports you. Um, so that's also a very essential part of, of what's needed. Oh my gosh. That human connection shifts everything.
0: And having a tribe and just a community that, you can voice whatever to that you feel held and they will hold space and you hold space for them. That is so key to a beautiful life. I do want to expand more on each of these pillars for a beautiful life because they are truly true and brilliant. So what are each of them again? And do you mind expanding a little?
1: Yes, of course. So, um, the first one would be nutrition and hydration. And of course, um, we've talked about nutrition quite a bit, but hydration is super essential as well. Um, I start every day with at least 16 ounces of warm water with lemon in it um, which is a beautiful way to just um, replenish yourself after a essentially a fast, which is what we do at night you know that's why we call it breakfast, breakfast um, where we're breaking the fast and so yes, it, it you know and so, um all these people you know um that wake up and just grab that bagel and run out the door are missing out on that essential uh, rehydration process that needs to happen um before we introduce any real foods into our system in the mornings so hydration is a huge huge Um, thing it helps us cleanse our systems it helps our organs uh, detox and help you're helping your body essentially to digest uh, more smoothly so um, I would say anytime you think you're hungry um, go and grab a glass of water first Um, have that and then um, if you're still truly hungry go and make yourself some food. But yes, hydration. A lot of time, I think people um, forget, just forget and also um, confuse hunger with um, thirst. Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's why if I don't feel like reaching for
0: water because I want food, I honestly sometimes just infuse it with like lemon or grapefruit or cucumber yeah. just so I can kind of get a little bit of a taste. Yeah. And-
1: helps. Yes, that's a beautiful process. Yeah, I love that infusions, water infusions with herbs and fruit. It's so simple, but it's what it's a beautiful way to get that, um, that water in us. Yeah, Yeah. the next pillar would be movement and exercise. And that looks like uh, it's a very different process for everybody. What's good for one um, at one point in their life might be very different further on I'm a great example of that you know at one point and so are you right Um, we both used to love that intensity in our workouts Mm -hmm. and it worked for a long time yes of course yeah Um, and that sort of morphed and shifted into something a little um, different in a a different um, a different form and again uh, there's no right or wrong here Um, it's just being true to yourself and and getting it in because whatever it is that you're doing, um, movement should be a big part of it. You know, the days where I just don't feel like exercising, I just go out for a walk. Me too. (laughs) Yes. And most of the time I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go down the block and come right back. And most of the time, by the time I I'm, I I've passed that block, I'm, I'm in heaven. I'm loving, you know, the scenery. I'm loving being in the fresh air. And I, walk way more than I intended initially. So um, I think that's a great way to get a little movement in you on the days where you just don't think you've got it in you. Yeah, at least just walk. That's honestly yes, yes. that's more than enough for absolutely. Many yes, yeah. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to balance your system. Um mm-hmm. walking, do not underestimate walking as a wonderful form of exercise because it really it truly um balances all of our our our, our system through that process. So um, yeah. yeah. Um, what's next Um, sleep we've talked about sleep sleep is essential essential for um, regenerating our bodies and repairing you know especially if we are um, heavily into exercise or whatever even even mentally we need to rest Um, we go through so much on a daily basis both emotionally mentally we're processing so much um, and the only way we can really integrate that is through the process of sleep.
0: And I used to really struggle with sleeping because I uh, was an insomniac. It was very severe only uh, a little over two years ago uh, for a good period of two years. And it wasn't until I was practicing All of what you're talking about with these beautiful life pillars, nourishing my body well, meditating played a huge factor in me being able to sleep. But I notice when I know when I'm not aligned because my insomnia kicks back in and I can't sleep. And that happened again like three months ago. And I was like, oh, no. But then, of course, I just started to practice what I knew
1: and I started to sleep better. Isn't it amazing how all of these are so connected? And when one is out of balance, everything just follows. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fabletics has an
0: extra special treat for the Soul Tribe to help you live your passion every day, they say. Gifting you two leggings for only $24. What? Which is like a $99 value. So when you just go to fabletics.com forward slash magic, check it out when you browse you'll notice they are like the Netflix of yoga pants they have such a wide variety of the cutest selection just browse right now for fun just to see all of the cutest variety of designs with the best prices my favorite pair of yoga pants are my rose colored high waisted fabletics because well they look good they're rose one of my favorite colors and they just make me want to play and flow whenever i put them on and all honestly all their pants that i own do you <laughs> But what I love most about them, besides the fact that they're the coziest and best looking pants on my body, I love the fact that they're the most affordable quality activewear on the market. I'm talking high quality material. You'll feel it. Especially, what, two leggings for $24? And this is thanks to their VIP program, why they can do this, which gets you even better deals, about 50% off regular prices, plus free shipping, and also so many additional perks that you just can't resist. So Soul Tribe, again, Fabletics is gifting you two leggings for only $24. You're not only supporting yourself and your yoga flow, but you're also supporting the podcast. So just visit fabletics.com forward slash magic, and I'll leave it in the show notes for you, fabletics.com forward slash magic, and pick your two pairs.
1: Incredible. So yeah, because think about it, you know, if you have um, a bad night's sleep, all of a sudden you're overcompensating by eating too much or, you know, um, not wanting to exercise, right? You know, everything is so connected. Yep, yeah. absolutely. It's all connected. And then, so we talked about supporting and loving relationships, and then the last one is um, meditation and mindfulness? Game I put changer. the two together. Yeah, I put the two together because you know not everybody can get started on meditation. I think it's a it's a difficult process to get to wrap your head around. I think once you've you let go of that um, that mind mind um, idea the. The, the heady idea that we uh, put to it where it's like, oh, it's so difficult and there's no way I can just sit there for that long and you know not let my mind wander. Um, so that's why I, I include mindfulness into the process. And mindfulness is something that we can all do at any time because it's so easy to just have this moment where you're paying attention to the water, um, how it's flowing down of your faucet. And get into that space where you're looking at it as a waterfall and whatever it is that works for you. And, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're including all of your senses into this process uh, that would usually be done very mindlessly because we don't necessarily enjoy uh, doing the dishes or doing chores. (laughs) Right. But it's, it's, um, it's been very transformative for me because I actually enjoy the process of washing the dishes now because i do a lot of my good thinking during that time like ideas come to me like i can just let myself um flow creatively with the with the water um and so again i just um i invite people to just find it where they can you know um whatever it is yes right Same in a shower Yes, taking exactly. it out
0: the trash. That's right? Yes. <laughs> it's actually interesting. Something just popped in my mind that didn't even occur to me. And of course, I don't have a history of being mindful all the time. I have been obviously for the past few years, but I mean, I was definitely not the most mindful young adult and Child and teenager growing up. But the one time I do remember, I was very mindful with washing dishes. In fact, because my parents never made me do chores, I grew up with this family of about eight children. And so I was, or I was their eighth child. And I don't know why, but I loved to do their chores, especially their dishes. So they would call me to come over to do their chores, but I genuinely loved it. And I had a mindful practice washing this huge family's, all of their dishes, all of their dirty dishes. But I just, sat there at the sink and I truly enjoyed it. I don't yeah. know what it was, but it was like a time for me and yes. doing something special for this family that I was grateful for. And it's just so interesting to think like that was actually, I didn't even realize it at the time, That's obviously, because so I was eight years old, That I was truly enjoying this mindful practice of washing this family's dishes. And I did it for years.
1: That's beautiful. What a beautiful process. Yeah, isn't it? Everybody thought I was
0: crazy. I still think I was crazy. For loving. I
1: actually, today,
0: I still think that was crazy, but
1: I genuinely I love it. loved it. I love it. I think that's a beautiful story. Yes, I think it was your time to connect to yourself, um, something about the flow of water probably, you know, really... Uh, did it for you. Yes. Yeah. So
0: many reasons, but, and also I just love to be surrounded by all the kids. Oh, but yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't even realize until now that that was a mindful practice I had as a child. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Yeah. It really, <laughs> it really doesn't need to be difficult, you know? Um, and I think, I think that's a a lot of the times we complicate things, right? We, we're always, getting our heads involved, you know, and complicating things, um, mentally, uh, instead of just doing them, you know, just doing them and, and taking the time to appreciate instead of just cursing and complaining about doing the dishes, you know, you're, you're taking the time to be grateful for this family, for the food that they ate, you know, where did that food come from? All of these beautiful thoughts, you know? Um, the farmers that had to provide, you know, had to work really hard to provide this food for all of us, you know, all of these thoughts, you know, if you can, you can have the, these moments where you're thinking about these things, it's, it, it becomes a very um, beautiful way of looking at life in general. Absolutely, and also what's
0: beautiful are the dishes that you prepare, yeah, what are some of your <laughs> secrets in the kitchen to preparing these delicacy meals that will impress anyone and their grandma?
1: you know i'm i I am not a classically trained chef like my mom, so for me, um even though I grew up with some very fancy meals, um it was very important for me to um bring bring all these sensual elements to a dish without overcomplicating it and so anything I do I do very simply I try to keep it down to most of my recipes I mean if you look at it they they fit into one page so um, usually five or six ingredients chops I think that's important to keep it super simple Um, and Just let the ingredients shine. Um, I'm a really big believer of just uh, not uh, over-processing food, you know, even the food that you're cooking yourself, preparing yourself, whether, you know, it's a raw meal or a cooked meal. Just keep it super simple, you know, and really let the, the food shine through. Don't cover it up with too many sauces and gravies, you know. If you don't like the food, Don't eat it. So less ingredients. Less ingredients. Yes. I really, yes. I I do believe that. Um, Less ingredients and just simple process, less ingredients. Yes.
0: Right. Okay. That makes sense. And and also when foods are overly processed, you can kind of tell and it's not as delicious. And (laughs) it's also... Also, you, you clearly put love into every dish that you make, and there's so much conscious meal prep going into it, which people, when they take a bite, I'm sure they just feel so nourished yeah. by that one bite.
1: Um, well, what I love to do, again, very simple things, is just um, sneaking in some extra nutrients and boosting foods with, you know, just a a few extra superfoods or, you know, herbal ingredients for whatever it is. Um, I'm a huge Mm -hmm. fan of of superfoods, right? I'll add a little spirulina to my guacamole. Literally, it's literally undetectable. um, But it'll add just that extra um, touch of um, protein and it's still simple because yes, it's only exactly. a small amount. Exactly, and it's literally a powder. So you're sprinkling the powder. It takes two seconds, and you've elevated your guacamole into a full meal. If you want it to be, I able. love
0: nice. <laughs> yes, it just like energizes you. I don't like it point. It tastes like frog toes, but <laughs> if it's mixed with everything, I'm happy. Um, and you're also a vegan
1: cheese connoisseur. What is your favorite to make and eat? That is a very tough question to answer, but I'll probably. Like but, but speaking of spirulina, I'll probably have to say my blue cheese, which has mm-hmm. these little veins of spirulina that create the the blue veins. Um, I add the spirulina. Uh-huh. That's the that's the secret to my. Um, Uh, blue cheese Um, and it's so smart yeah so you're not using any artificial ingredients to create it you're actually boosting the nutrition and you've got yourself a very very delicious cheese do you ever put
0: spirulina in your cocktails
1: um i do i do i i love to (laughs) infuse uh, spirits with spirulina it gives it um, a pretty Color. I've definitely made some spirulina margaritas before. I love infusions. So if you if you're familiar with my Zen and Tonic book, um, you you know that I I love again. Very simply, it's a very simple way of introducing these superfoods, herbs, and fruits and veggies into your daily habits in a very fun way right
0: and a healthier yeah. way because I rarely if ever drink at home because alcohol is really no longer my right. thing I used to have a drinking problem right. but I know that many of the people that listen yeah. to this they feel fine when they drink yeah. and they feel fine to drink and so for many of my listeners who do love their wine mm-hmm. and their liquor and whatever cocktail elixir I thought that your philosophy behind alcohol would be of value to them Absolutely. so If someone is listening that does drink or if they know people that do, what there is this healthier approach to approaching your Zen and tonic philosophy. Do you mind talking about your Zen and tonic philosophy?
1: Well, it's very similar to my pretty Zen philosophy where I'm literally uh, just simply introducing as many superfoods and herbals, botanicals into a way, a very simple way that most people can enjoy Zen and Tonic was my very first book, and I've had so many people that I've introduced to this new, healthier lifestyle in a in a very gentle way because uh, because a lot of people don't want to completely change their lifestyle. They still enjoy, like you said, cocktails. Here and there, and if they are going to drink, why not give them an option to do it in a more mindful, more conscious way, where they're introducing some, you know, healthy ingredients into their lives in a in a very mild um, way. And so, I've got a lot of followers that started off with me with the cocktail book that are now, you know ready to move forward, ready to introduce a lot more, beautif- more beautiful things into their lives and are uh, now picking up the cooking book and are cooking that way as well. So I think it's, it's, it's an easy transition into a, a beautiful plant-based life.
0: Right. So that's the zen of it to incorporate healthier foods and superfoods into your cocktails. Yeah. What are some of your cocktail superfoods that are your favorite to add to your tonics?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, where do you start? I mean, anything, anything can be uh, added to a cocktail, you know, through either through an infusion or through a, a, a syrup that you create. So I've um, I love how do you create a syrup? So when you create a syrup by mixing a simple syrup is literally just water and sugar. Um, and of course, um, in Zen I talk about of all of the natural sweeteners that you can replace uh, a processed sugar. So I never use uh, processed sugar. I only use uh, natural sweeteners. Um, I create Sweeteners are, are simple syrups with a coconut sugar or um, maple syrup, but you can infuse it with absolutely anything. So I love um, using superfoods like goji berries and um, herbs like rosemary and sage and, um, of course, any kind of fruit you want. Um, marigolds and jasmine lilacs. I mean, literally, I've got a eucalyptus syrup that I I make. That's great. Wait, why is it so important to buy organic alcohol? Again, it it, it comes down to the quality. Um, You know, I think when it comes to anything, when you're choosing anything, I mean, if you are the type of person that is going to choose organic foods, why aren't you looking at organic Um, spirits as well you know Um, the way um, spirits are made the way our food is made um, if you are allowing um, a lot of these industrial processes to go into your food and drinks um, whether it be the whole GMO process a lot of these crops you know the alcohol is mostly grain based and if these crops are GMO uh, filled then you know you are putting that into your body in the form of a of a cocktail really so i always recommend choosing organic alcohol or small batched because small batch distilleries a, a lot of times don't um don't have the money to get themselves certified organic but their processes are very similar they're making it handmade um they're uh, making it in small quantities, so a lot more care and quality is going into your spirits. The reason why I always recommend either organic or small batched liquors.
0: Yeah. What is your most popular cocktail?
1: Oh, my goodness. I think, I'm trying to think. I think I, I've got an avocado margarita that's been circulating quite oh a bit. Oh, my.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> yes. Is it creamy? It's it's just a hint of creaminess, Yes. Um, and it's so make delicious. It? Very simple process. If you uh, uh, know how to make a margarita, I never use any uh, margarita mixes. So I start from scratch. So you're using uh, good quality tequila and um, a bunch of limes um, and then um, a touch of sweetener. And then I just muddle the, the avocado right in there and you've got yourself Um, of course you're going to want to strain that or, or not. I mean, it it really depends on your, um, taste buds, but, um, it's as simple as just using those, um, ingredients. What I do in, in the, in that, um, avocado margarita though, I also, um, add, um, just a touch of ginger and, Mm -hmm. um, I garnish it with these cubed pineapples that I sprinkle with a little uh, chili powder. And so that- Oh my gosh, it sounds (laughs) like you're spoiling these people. I love
0: it. And then we can, I wanted to have like a non-alcoholic
1: version. Oh yeah, of course. And, uh, And that's the beauty of the entire Zen and Tonic book is that you can turn to any page and create any of the recipes without adding the alcohol. And that was very important to me.
0: I love that. Thanks for doing that.
1: Absolutely. I think that's, you know, very important, you know, to to choose whether you're you're drinking um, spirits today or not, you know. and um, But it, there should be no reason why you shouldn't uh, be able to infuse all these beautiful flavors into a non-alcoholic version for yourself. So smart. Are you ready for a rapid fire round? Sure.
0: I love it. Morning <laughs> or night person? Morning. Me too. What's your morning routine like?
1: Uh, Morning routine, um, again, I start with a large, large um, glass of lemon water. Um, I'm a very slow. I like a. I'm a kind of like a lingering morning person. So I then move on to like this incredible uh, CBD infused chocolate latte. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, and that kind of just like puts me in the right
0: frame of mind. CBD in the morning. I usually picture people having that at night. Why is it so great in the morning?
1: You know, I think it's just um, it, it centers me. So it's like that calm focus that sometimes I need to. Um, move through my day. Yeah, I don't know, but I've been loving it. It also puts me in the right frame of mind for my meditation practice that usually comes right afterwards, I think. Um so that's that's that that comes next and that's usually kind of I- uh, intermingled with my own little yoga practice. And then I'm ready for the day. So I'll I work from home, so I'll I'll either be um writing away or going on a photo shoot or whatever it is that my day uh, looks like. What's your go-to breakfast? Um, again, I'm a very lingering uh, morning person. So after all of the, the that goodness, um, I won't be hungry for a while. But what I really love is a um, chia pudding. I love chia pudding in the morning. Mm. Now I'm going to
0: make you choose out of all your babies your favorite cocktail.
1: Oh, my favorite cocktail. Oh. Um, okay, so I make this um goji infused um gin that I uh, add to just muddled fresh muddled strawberries with um just a little touch of thyme, and I call it the summertime and it's just pure it's pure summer to me. That's amazing. Strawberry chocolate vanilla or Neapolitan. Chocolate. Everyone says that. Favorite city in the world. <laughs> oh god, that's a tough that's a tough one and I haven't visited uh, quite as many as I'd like. Um so I'm just going to stick to my baby New York City. Of course. <laughs> Spirit animal. Spirit animal elephant.
0: Oh, my favorite animal. A book oh. you're currently reading, if any.
1: Oh my goodness, quiet.
0: Mm, I haven't heard of that
1: one. Yeah, it's all about um, introverts in the world. Ah, uh, I, oh, I definitely need to read that. Yes, yes, it's a brilliant read.
0: Uh, favorite movie?
1: Oh no, don't go there.
0: Oh no. Oh, <laughs> or one of them. One of them.
1: The one that's popping out right now is Eat, Pray, Love. And, you know, oh, I mean, the, yeah. The, the book was better than the, than the movie, but that's still where it I'm was. going. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I still love the movie, too. It's one of my favorite movies, too, yes. but it is my favorite book. And I feel, yeah. Well, one of my favorite books, but yeah. you're right. The book is better
1: than the movie. Define love. Love, pure, pure energy. Just pure, open, truthful, juicy energy. Juicy
0: energy and open. So, Jules, the universe gave you free billboards to share one message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? Oh my goodness!
1: I would say, "Eat more plants." Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Eat more plants. Yes. Exactly. Keep
0: it simple. Keep it simple. Common theme here. And one last question that I ask all the Your Own Magic listeners: How would you advise the Your
1: Own Magic listeners to create their own magic? Um, I think it comes down to having the courage to show up for yourself. Um, taking the time, taking the time to come back to yourself, whether it be on the yoga mat, whether it be on the meditation pad, um, whether it's by journaling or doing morning pages, um, whatever it is, but you need to be super consistent with it. And I think that's that's where you find true, true magic. Yeah, finding the courage, especially showing up for yourself
0: is everything. Where can everyone find and connect with you on or offline?
1: Um, so most of my tags are jules aaron, um j u l e s a r o n dot com um and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> so
0: Joels, <laughs> thank you so much. You had so many golden nuggets of wisdom for everyone to and practical ones too. I loved how practical it was. So thank you.
1: Oh thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. <laughs>
0: dear Yomi, thank you so much so so much for lending your ear I I hope something in this spoke to your soul and will you please please say hello in the your own magic Facebook group to all of the soul tribers. and if you if you like this podcast I would so love to read your review and of course I'll gift you a free guided meditation from your own magic.life which by the way, has many meditations, meditative imaginings, journal questions, magic monthly challenges, and just other spiritual tools for your soul. More on youronmagic.life when you join the Soul Tribe exclusive site for $4.44 per month. I'm just thankful for us spiritualists to gather together and have a safe space to help us tap into our own magic. Anyways, I love you all so much. Thank you for listening and have a magical day.